What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your man, Mr. Dominic Cruz, speaking on ABC, NBC, CBS, Yahoo, and Fox, coming at you with another episode of How to Move On. Yes, we've got another episode coming at you, and wherever you are, make sure you are hitting the follow button, whether you Spotify, Apple, Google, I don't care where it is, but if there's a follow button, definitely hit that, because you don't want to miss out. When I make another, when I have another episode that's created, all right. So um, let me just say that I hope you're having an, uh, an amazing Monday. I hope your weekend was amazing. Uh, you know, new month, and you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. And I know a lot of people are like, you know, what should I do? I don't know what to do and stuff like that. But you know what? At the end of the day, you know, it's not here yet. Let's focus on February first, first, and uh, you know, this is let's just move on real quick. But I have a amazing guest with me joining me today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, she's based out of Boston. You know, my hometown where I grew up. wasn't born there, but I grew up there, and. Uh, she's a makeup artist and she does content creation. She's a content creator who collabs with brands. So, you know, she is a big deal. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to, I want to introduce to you, Stephanie um, Munez. 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 Okay. I, 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 I felt like I didn't want to butcher it and I was rehearsing it. <laughs> I, I was rehearsing it. It's like, I'm not going to mess it up. I'm not going to mess it up. And what did I do? I just messed it up. So it's all good. <laughs> I'll help you. I'll help you. No, it's, it's okay. This happens all the time. So think of, so I think of it as in two syllables. So the first syllable, like the moon, like Luna, you know, the moon that you see at night. So moon. Mm-hmm. And then if you say like the word also, like os, so moon, yos, but put a Y in between moon, yos. Oh, oh moon, yos. Yeah, there you go. Okay, 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 okay. I, you know, I just, you know, everyone, yeah, I, okay. You know, I, I <laughs> apparently how I was rehearsing it was also wrong. So, <laughs> um, but Stephanie, how you doing? Doing great. I took a nap earlier. You know, it's snowing out here since we're talking about Boston. Uh, we're getting a really nasty snowstorm and uh, had kind of like a half day. My nine to five, I'm actually a, a high school music educator. And uh, at the announcement that we had a half day, so I looked at my watch. I was like, it's one o'clock. Your girl's going to take a little nappy nap. I did. I woke up and I've just been waiting, waiting for six o'clock to hit so that we could do uh, this. Okay. okay. Wait, you, wait, I had no idea. You are a you're high school music educator. Uh, you, you, but you, you teach for school or just independent? No. So I, we can go down that whole track. It's it's really crazy. Um, I used to teach independent while I was in grad school. Um, for for I did independent teaching for seven years. I was in grad school for four, um, and then I decided to take the plunge into full time. Um, so I did. So yeah, that's my nine to five, and that's actually originally like uh, what I went to college for. I have a degree, my bachelor's degree is in music education. So I'm certified to teach um, pre-K through 12th grade music, like band, orchestra, general music and choir. And then I did two master's degrees back to back here in Boston at the New England Conservatory of Music. And um, yeah, I did that in saxophone performance. So I just, I do a whole lot, a whole lot of things. (laughs) You know, I I just noticed this trend with a lot of us like Latinos in in the world. We do a lot of different things. Uh, We don't just stay on one thing. We go on a lot of different things, you know, Um, and and, and, and it's really, 
interesting that you know I didn't know that you were an educator in in, in music because I taught myself how to play piano. I love <laughs> it. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, to, uh, and, and I taught myself how to sing and all that stuff, but, you know, um, and I'm still learning the piano. I still, I have this app called Simply Piano. It's dope. I love it. I was, I, I was just going to do it the trial run, but I was like, I was like, fuck it. Let me do the 150. I don't care. This is awesome. I like to play the piano. It is amazing. Um, but that is awesome. And when, in, in the makeup side, like, is that just like a hobby or like, what was that all about? No, so there's there's like there's a couple of parts to this. Um, so when I was growing up, um, I'm the only girl in my family. I have an older and a younger brother. And when I was growing up, um, <laughs> my mom, she was she was hilarious. She never left the house without doing her hair or makeup at some capacity. You know what I mean? So we okay. call it like a, a light beat or whatever. So she just she never left the house without her makeup. And um, okay. when I was little, I used to sit next to her at her vanity and watch her get ready every morning. And um, that was just always so fun for me. Like, I just always felt like so helpful. You know, eventually, like by the time I was five, I knew what everything was called. So she would be like, you know, Mija, hand me my mascara. Okay, mom, give me my eyeliner. Okay, mom, my lip liner. So that's just like a really great memory that I had growing up with her. Um, And then of course, like for your listeners, anybody who is the only girl, or especially if you come from like a Latino household, um, I always got the talk of like, you're not wearing makeup until you're a senior in college kind of stuff. And um, I eventually convinced my parents to let me wear like clear lip gloss and clear mascara when I was like in eighth grade. (laughs) So I've always loved, I've always loved makeup. Um, When I came to grad school though, this is kind of where the things changed. When I came to grad school, um, a girl that I have met, her name's Elise Sunshine, and we'll call her Sunshine. She's a, an opera vocalist, very, very successful, and she happens to be my best friend, so shout out to Sunshine. Um, she needed somebody to do makeup for her professional headshots, and so she knew I was into makeup. She asked me to do her makeup, and I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, yeah, I'll do your makeup, and we got her headshots back, and she looked amazing. They looked so good. And she literally, she just looked at me and she was like, you know, you have to do this like for real. Right. And I was like, no, 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 no. She's like, yeah, you do. So she just started spreading the word on campus. And, you know, since I went to music school, you have a lot of different um, instrumentalists and performers, you know, like we're all performing all the time. So I started doing makeup and a little bit of hair for musicians, whether they had like recitals or like gigs, um, photo shoots, you know, for albums and stuff. And then my... I think it was the end of my first year of my master's. Um, we had a partnership with a local photographer and he would come in and he would take headshots for a super discounted rate. It was amazing. Um, wow. And so I went to go get my headshots uh, done and he, he steps behind the camera. His name's Niall. He steps behind the, the camera and he like, he looks at me and he's like, look into the camera. And I'm thinking like, Oh God, I have something in my teeth. <laughs> he's like, did you, did you just like, get out of the mall or something and I was like what do you mean he's like yeah like did you do your makeup or did you go to a makeup counter and I said no I did my makeup he says wow it looks really good it looks professionally done he's like do you do makeup and I was like well I'm kind of starting to get into it yeah and he says I need um I need a makeup artist at my studio for headshot clients wow. Would you want to and I was like 
yeah shit yeah so I actually I worked with him and he he's um he's an actor and also a photographer so he does a lot of headshots for all kinds of of you know different professionals but he works a lot with like actors and actresses um and doing their headshots and models so that's kind of how I got into it more on that professional side and yeah so I just like I freelance um and I do um, some content creation and my reason behind doing the content creation is a little bit different than some people though I think like some people do it so that they can kind of get like stuff for themselves you know like free shit here and there but um I tie I yeah exactly I try to tie in everything always has like a deep purpose with me <laughs> I'm very like on that <laughs> philosophical level you know um, all right all right but I I chose when I chose to do um teaching full-time I chose to put myself in a very specific demographic. So there's a high school here in Boston. Um, it's a bilingual high school and it's predominantly um, Latino population, Dominican. Which, which high school? Which uh, high school? Is it English? No, it's a, it's a Margarita Muniz uh, Academy. It's in Jamaica Plain. Oh. And so... Um, what was it again? Sorry. Margarita Muniz. Oh, I've never heard that school. It's okay. a smaller school. It's actually only been around for, this is its eighth year, maybe? Eighth? Maybe more than that. It's a young, it's a really, really young school. It's an innovation school. Um, but oh, okay. I I just really think that it's important for young men and women, because makeup can be for anybody, to like see themselves reflected. You know what I mean? And and whatever, whatever they're interested in. So my idea behind being a content creator is actually like wanting to work with brands who are inclusive and have a, a large shade range of foundations and stuff like that. But with the, okay. with the stuff that I get, I don't want to just like, if, if a brand were to send me 50 foundations, I don't need 50 foundations. You know what I mean? I yeah, might need right. one for myself and then a couple, you know, I can mix and match for clients, but the rest, I don't just want it to sit there. So I want to get back to my community. Actually, <clears throat> just before COVID hit, I was going to start a makeup club at our school. And, um, you know, the, the girls are really excited, excited about it at school because they know that Miss Munoz loves makeup. Um, and so we started planning stuff. So I wanted to do stuff where I could like teach them and do like little live tutorials with them. I also wanted to start making like a community out of it. So having them bring like their mom or their older sister or their tia, and we could like, we could sit down, learn how to do makeup, feel confident and beautiful and t- talk about silly stories or maybe serious stories and just create a community like that. So that's kind of why I started yeah. doing that whole makeup stuff uh, on social media. You know, I, I was talking with, um, uh... Yeah, I was talking with uh, stylists. There was like people in, uh, you know, in beauty and stuff like that. And one of the things that I always come across, uh, basically, you guys say all the same thing about, you know, you guys can talk about if, if you guys talk about anything. It's like, you guys, it's like a close connection, um, almost like a therapy session for your for for the customers. Exactly. Because they feel so good. They got this weight off their shoulder. I mean, I've spoke about this uh, in the last couple of episodes. It's just very powerful about how, how, you know, how just one person, you may not know, but they're doing your hair, you're doing your makeup or whatever it may be. And and, and you just talk about the things that you're going through and they just help you find that answer. Yeah, it's really it's really something special. I mean, to to be there to help somebody feel confident, right, to. I really truly believe that everybody's already beautiful, which is why like when I do makeup on others, I, I'm not trying to cover anything up. I'm just trying to enhance. Mm-hmm. So I love to like sit there with them before I even put makeup on them and say like, what's the idea that you have for your look? 
and I'll say, you know what? Well, I really love your eyebrows and I really love the shape of your eyes. So why don't we try this? Mm -hmm. You know, I want to bring that out. I don't want to cover anything up and like you put like a mask on you where you don't even look like yourself. I just want to bring out all of the things that are already beautiful with you, you know? And that's that's super important too, is like shifting the narrative of how people think of beauty or even style and stuff like that. Like it really should be true to you. Like if you want to wear this pattern and that pattern, you can do it. You know what I mean? And nobody's stopping Mm -hmm. you, but there's like different options that you could use that might, you know, flow a little bit better, but yeah, it's definitely, it's a really, really fun, fun industry to be in. What's the the dating life like, you know, in in the makeup industry? Oh, goodness. So here's an interesting thing. You know, you were talking about Wednesday because, you know, February is coming up or February is here. Oh, my goodness. Um, So I I've been with my boyfriend. We're actually celebrating seven years on Valentine's Day. So congratulations. (laughs) So, Congratulations. Thank you. It's like a special day for me. I've always loved Valentine's regardless if I have a partner or don't. Um, But I, I really couldn't tell you in terms of like what the dating life is like, because I haven't had to, you know, have like, you know, go on dates and stuff like that with other people. I've just been with my partner for seven years. So um, I will say, though, that it is kind of funny. Like we have our inside jokes, you know, like if we are spending the weekend together and I got to wake up early on a Saturday because I got to go, you know, uh, on set for something or go do makeup you just be cracking up and he has to help me with my makeup kit because I got so much shit <laughs> so in that sense like it's really really nice um but I do often think about that I um I talk with friends all the time who are like on Bumble or all these other dating sites and I'm mm-hmm. just like damn like I literally missed that whole thing by just a couple months it was like a couple months after my boyfriend and I started dating and that's when that started get like blowing up and getting really big yeah yeah so i've i mean i've heard like cute stories but i've also heard plenty of horror stories from my friends so i'm actually almost kind of nervous (laughs) like if i ever had to you know dive into that i don't even know where i would start i think i would just be so overwhelmed and really nervous you know i don't know i've heard a lot of i've heard a lot of stories too because like you know i had friends that you know were also they they didn't they, they weren't like you know their own business but they kind of did they worked in a they they worked with the company right and one of the things that they've always they like from their perspective um there's this one girl in particular she always said that you know makeup artists you know if they're single oh they're gonna go like it don't matter it's like game on with anybody (laughs) (laughs) like i mean they they like it's it's pretty much game on with anybody like they'll sleep with whoever and stuff like that like that was pretty much like how she painted the whole thing in like the reputation of it I don't know was that accurate I you know I don't think it's an industry thing though I think that's just a personal preference you know what I mean because there's I people, people in any industry that could just be like you know fuck it I'm gonna be out here doing this that and the other and that's cool too you know everybody makes their their own choices um I don't know. I think it's definitely shifted, though, or at least I would hope that there's a shift because of COVID. Oh, definitely. But if, COVID if, if people are thinking everything. like that, I'm a little worried. I will say, though, that there is somebody who I know who during COVID times was having that that attitude. And I'm just like, girl, <laughs> what are you thinking? Like, what are you doing? You know, to their own, to each their own. 
You teach their own, teach their own, indeed. You know, but at the end of the day, I mean, something's got to give. I mean, because, it, you know, um, I, and I know COVID definitely changed everything in every single industry. Um, and, you know, I know a lot of uh, people have to change up, like how they date and, you know, do they want to make that move on meeting up the first time and stuff like that? Because, I mean, at first we were like, I know everybody was scared, you know, over, over the whole COVID situation and they thought it was going to really end in a month, but <laughs> a month actually turned out to be close to a year. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and now it's just got to the point to where it's just like, people are like, they'll, they'll wait. And I'm, I'm that kind of person too. It's like, I'll wait, you know, I, there, there's like strict rules between them, like how they would meet so they don't contact the virus. And, you know, I, I'm just like the dating life has changed so much. And I know some people are treating it as if like there's no virus, but throughout the majority of the country, I could say the majority of the world, dating life has changed a lot. I mean, what, what, what do you think about that? For sure. I mean, I can't even like wrap my head around it again, you know, cause I'm in a relationship. So like, you know what I mean? Like I know, um, you know, my partner and I, like we just work, I'm still remote technically. Um, he, he's an essential worker. So he's out, you know, he works really hard. Um, but for the most part, like, you know, we can get tested, you know, when we need to, and you know, we don't, we don't go out and do anything crazy. We're trying to be, you know, as responsible as possible. So I can't even. Have you guys had scares yet? What's up? Have you guys like, have you guys like got like uh, any COVID scares? So actually, um, yes, he had COVID in August and I got COVID Ooh. at the end of October and um, his, he, he lost his sense of smell and that's how he knew, like, he was like, yeah, pretty sure I have it. He went to go get tested and boom. Um, and then I actually, Sheesh. I actually lost my taste of, of smell and my sense of taste and smell and it was funny because when that happened we were we went out to get a bite to eat we got home I'm tasting the food and I looked at him and I was like hey this, this doesn't even taste like anything like what and he tasted it. he was like no this tastes good and then he kind of freezes and, looks at <laughs> and he's like give me a second so he runs to the cupboard and he like grabs vinegar and I first off I hate vinegar so he grabs the vinegar he's Dominican so you know Dominicans they always be cooking with with vinegar he yeah. brings the vinegar over. yeah he's like baby smell this and I'm like no why he's like just smell it so he puts it kind of near my nose and I smell it. and I was like I can't smell it so I grab the bottle and I keep putting it closer and closer to my nose and I'm like it's fucking with me because I know what vinegar smells like you know like I don't like the smell so I'm like what I practically put my nose in the damn thing and he's like baby you need to get tested tomorrow and I was like you mean and he was like yeah that's what happened to me I lost my sense of smell and up until that point I didn't know that that was a symptom that's the thing about COVID that makes it so crazy is like this wide array of of symptoms you know like you could have this but not have that or you could have all of this or you could be asymptomatic totally so I was and the flu and the flu can actually make you lose your taste and smell too i mean i don't think a lot of people bring that up as much like if you feel sick and you got that flu i mean losing your taste can actually happen i don't know about the smell so much maybe a little bit but not too much yeah well i didn't have that for nine days and let me tell you i was miserable 
Oh, I bet. So, I bet. But, but you know like, what? I'm not gonna you lie. just feel texture in your mouth. And like it came to a point like by day five that my body just wanted to reject anything that I was like trying to eat. Like my body was just like, this is weird. Like, Ooh. does not compute, you know, like, this feels like a piece of chicken, <laughs> but it doesn't taste like a piece of chicken, and it doesn't smell like a piece of chicken. What are you doing, girl? Oh, you know what? I can't imagine that, you know, just like a piece of chicken, and you can't smell it or taste it. Oh, that's that. Oh, that that's a man's nightmare, it's right? That's a man really and a woman's weird. nightmare. Like, I felt like almost like I, like, I really considered, like, maybe I should eat in the mirror, so, like, my, I can, my body can see that it is actually whatever I'm eating because like I said my body was just really like I didn't have much of an appetite I was just like yeah this is not working <laughs> well let me ask you this you know you, you you and your partner for seven years you know your boyfriend um has this pandemic made you guys like a lot more closer than pre-covid um I think in some ways like so we don't live together just because of like work we work in two different parts of the city and even though Boston is so it's weird Boston is a big is a big city quote unquote because of the population yeah. but like space wise <laughs> I mean you know you're from here space wise it's actually not that large but because it's of the roads, small. Exactly, because of the infrastructure like the roads you know they were meant originally meant for like horse carriages and stuff like the traffic here is just ridiculous so um i went to one of the old neighborhood like my old neighborhood that i grew up on and i thought the street was bigger and then when i went on it like when i went to that street two years ago it was in roxbury and when i was in and it was like when i went there two years ago no 2018 excuse me um I was just like, bro, this is, this, this street's small. <laughs> like the whole city is just small. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I, I lived here? Maybe it was because I was just younger and everything was just so much bigger around me. But like just seeing it again from my perspective, I was just like, dang, like the other side of the street is just right there. <laughs> you know, com compared to where I live, compared to where I live, the other side of the street, like, it's a few steps more, a lot more steps more than, you know, the streets in Boston. But, um, you know, I, I was just uh, the only reason why I bring up the whole, you know, relationship, bringing guys closer, because, you know, I've ex I I've seen and heard, you know, through others experiences of, you know, their relationships. And, you know, there's a lot of relationships out there that got exploited because of oh, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and yeah. And, and, and it's not the people that, that, that don't live together. It's the people, the relationship that hurt the most is the ones that do live together. Yeah. I and, for sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, I can definitely see that. Um, for, for us, it definitely did. Like when I got sick, um, I live with roommates and so I also have dogs and the doctor was like, you cannot leave your room like you know you need to kind of like um arrange like make a kind of a schedule and he was like also you have dogs you shouldn't be out walking your dogs because you're extremely contagious um so my boyfriend just kind of like sprung into action and he has his own place and he was just like you know baby come stay with me um you know he works a lot he's working 14 hour days so uh you know i was I was with him enough, but also home alone at the same time, which was good. So that that way, like, you know, he wouldn't catch it again. Um, but again, he had his at the end of August and I got mine in October. So I feel like the chances of him have, like getting it again, you know what I mean? We're really slim. 
Um, but he was, he was so amazing. Like he was calling me, you know, each part of the day, making sure like, did you take your temperature? How is that? Like, what kind of symptoms are you having? Um, are you breathing? Okay. You know, like, yeah, he was like, what do you want for dinner? I need to pick up. He was so sweet. Like one day he came in and he swooped up with like <laughs> so many vegetables and fruits. He was like, you got to make sure that you eat this amount of fruits and vegetables every single day. We got to keep your vitamins up. And he was, he was really great. So, you know, as, as shitty as the situation was, it was, it was nice to have him there. And I actually did have to stay in the hospital towards the end part of my COVID experience. And that was very, very scary. Ooh, man. I can imagine like how you were feeling. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely scary. And that's one of the things, one of the big fears that I had, if I do, and if I actually did caught it was the lack of smell and the lack of taste, because let me tell you, I love food. <laughs> um, and I love smelling my food. You know, I'm so grateful for it, but, but you know, just, it, it, you know, once it goes away and stuff like that, I'm like, Oh hell. Like there was like the time where, I remember I was tasting something. I, I made I was making food and I was I was doing like a little taste. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm not tripping. Cause I know I was out and about, but I wasn't like around people and stuff like that. And if or I wasn't like in the store, but I was only in the store for like less than five minutes. Right. I'm very quick. And you know, because I'm not really exposed to a lot of people. And I remember <laughs> I was making food, I was doing a little taste test, and I'm like, yo, am I tripping? I can't can I taste? What can I taste? What can I taste? Oh, hell no. And then I got one of the worst. Uh, then I got like a broccoli. Yeah, I got a <laughs> broccoli. That didn't. And and and, and <laughs> I can take I'm like, I'm, I, I'm like eating it. And then I taste it. And I'm like, okay, this is not convincing me enough. I need something sweet. I need something. So I get something really sweet. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. I may, may have been a, a, a strawberry. Yeah, it was a strawberry. I tasted that. And I was like, Oh, my God. Okay. I, I was like li literally in relief because I, I, I scared the hell out of myself <laughs> thinking that I caught that shit. And I'm like, bro, I'm <laughs> next time I'm going in, I'm making sure I'll cover all I'm, I'm making sure I got surroundings all over my glasses. <laughs> like there's a wall. It's, it, it looks like goggles. You're right. Cause I don't know where these droplets are coming from and stuff like that. And, you know, I used to underestimate those droplets, but, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced <laughs> so, the droplets. if anybody gets anything out of this podcast tonight don't underestimate the droplets <laughs> yeah they, they don't they don't stay they, they stay there for after a couple minutes so it, it's 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 a it's definitely a scary situation but let me ask you this like yeah uh, you have you has your friends experienced like any like heartbreaks and breakups during this whole pandemic and while and, and if like the ones that are in relationships um yeah I've definitely had like you know talking to my girlfriends or other friends um you know whether they're boyfriend and girlfriend fiancés um married there's definitely been a lot wow. of a lot of different stories the good and the bad and the ugly um I I've heard Ooh, the what ugly, was the ugly? um I know I've heard from <laughs> somebody where it's an older couple um and uh you know they they're used to having you know their own schedule and all that kind of stuff and you know they know when they'll be home and they see each other like you get this like kind of this flow of like we know when we're going to be at work you know the husband sometimes has to travel 
And so I remember talking to her and she was just telling me, like, we're driving each other crazy. Like, this is the most time we've spent with each other in so long just because of the nature of our jobs. And it's just like, you know, it's like it's kind of almost like starting from square one again. because You're just like with each other so much. And she's just like, yeah, like, even though I technically don't have to go into the office, like. I straight up go to the office just so we can have that separation because it's just, we're not used to that. And it wasn't like a bad thing. Like they weren't going to get a divorce over it or nothing like that, but it was just like, it's true. It, you know, especially because, you know, here in America, like (laughs) capitalism is king. Right. And we all got to bust our asses to pay the bills. So you just get to this kind of rhythm. So I feel like that's what COVID did. It just kind of was like, you know, in the movies where like it scratched the record, like that's what COVID did to the whole world was like, (laughs) hold up. You thought that y'all were moving and grooving and shaking and stuff. That's not what's going on. So that was one of the, that was one of the funny things that I heard that I guess kind of on the negative side. Um, Go ahead. You know, I, I just thought like, those kind of situations where people are in that flow, it kind of says a lot about their relationship though. And because like, it says that they really don't take the time to really, you know, talk to each other. They just go on this schedule and they just go with the flow, right? Not saying that going with the flow is bad, but when, but there, but when you have that kind of schedule, there's a disconnect. Now I'm not saying like they were disconnected, but there is somewhere around there, like there's a, deeper disconnection uh there that you know that's not really sparking the relationship you know what I'm saying I think so but I mean I think you know everybody has their own type of relationship and everybody has their their ways that they like to be loved you know like I'm a very affectionate person like that is my love language that is one of my love languages and knowing affection but knowing knowing both of them I mean, I know her more than I know him, but knowing both of them, like, she is kind of a person where it's like, like, affection that is not necessarily like their love language, you know what I mean? And they're, they're a great couple, they're a strong couple. Um, But, you know, I also feel like perhaps that's what brought them together was because they knew that they have, you know, certain commitments with their job. They're older, like, I'm 33, but they're older. They're like, they're almost in their 60s. You know what I mean? So that's that's a oh. way different thing. I feel like they've already taken I wish I knew like cool they've now. already <laughs> taken that time to to connect their relationship. I really feel like relationships that have run for a long time have these very different chapters. And you know, those chapters look different for everybody else. I don't know necessarily if if like that's what I would want my chapters to look like in the future. Um, but you know, they're happy. And I mean, I feel that, though, because I'm somebody who also needs my space, <laughs> you know, so, I, yeah, I was right? I was grateful <laughs> that I wasn't like, um, what's the word, trapped? I'm sorry, I had a bilingual uh, brain fart. I was going to say trancada. I wasn't trapped, you know, I had like my own space to do whatever I wanted. And then, you know, whenever... Mm-hmm my you know I would you know go and see my boyfriend or whatever like it was it was it was like we we made a plan to do so so I'm I am very glad that I had my own space because even if you have a good connection like it's just human nature doing the same thing every single day and the same proximity like y'all aren't going to work or maybe one of you is going to work 
also thinking about like any sort of financial hardships that are going on, you know, financial hardships in any kind of capacity, whether it's with family or in a relationship, like a, a romantic relationship, that shit is hard. Yeah, that is. It, 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 it not gonna lie, yeah, it, it's definitely tough because, like, it, it's just it, the mental strength that you have to have to, to overcome that. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's incredibly long, it's just massive. And, you know, to, let me say that um, to not have as much, I mean, and there's a lot of resources and, you know, to help you with the financial hardships and stuff like that. But, you know, what really hurts, what really hurts people to go through those resources is, you know, there's so much pride. And when you have that much pride, it's, you know, you can hurt yourself going through that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, did I lose you? I think I lost you. Anywho, uh, <laughs> I want to make sure that I didn't lose Stephanie, ladies and gentlemen, just uh, real quick. But pretty much what I was going to just say at the end of the day, like, you know, that mental strength for a lot of people, it's uh, very. All right. Uh, I don't know how I lost you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, yeah, that was so strange. I could hear you when I was responding, but you couldn't hear me, and then it just kicked me out. <laughs> oh, this is like, oh, let me just go with the flow with this whole thing. Okay, uh, <laughs> but no, but you, you see what, I'm, but you hear what I'm saying though. That it's, it's like there's so much mental strength that you have to, it, it, it that you're just gonna have to build up over that, that financial hardship. Because I know what it's like to have financial hardship. Oh my, especially as a business, as someone who, you know, ran multiple businesses, still not just with a relationship expert, but I do real estate investing and, you know, I'm an investor into like the crypto, uh, the cryptocurrency and stocks, you uh-huh. know, it's, 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 it's tough. It's so tough mentally. For sure. Absolutely. So, um, so let me ask you this. You know, what's the best advice you can give to the listeners on this show? Uh, you know, someone who is looking, who wants to be in a relationship, but, you know, they don't know where to start. They don't know where to go, especially in this pandemic. But, you know, with someone like yourself who has seven years of experience of, uh, you know, who's in a seven-year relationship, excuse me. Um, you know, what's the best advice you can give to the listeners? Oh, man. You put me on there. Um, yeah. You know... I think really communication is is the biggest component, um, not just in this relationship, but when I kind of look at, you know, the trajectory of my, my dating life, which y'all may look at my pictures and think I'm young. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm not. I'm not that young. I'm 33. So um, shorty, shorty guys on this dating, this dating experience. Um, but I've realized that communication is super important. And um, I'm somebody who's extremely passionate in all that I do. And sometimes that passion kind of gets in the way of me understanding that other people don't think like me, other people don't react like me, other people don't have that same um, 
just like that intention as I do. And Mm -hmm. so, um, for instance, with my current, with my current boyfriend of seven years, something that I learned early on, and it was through communication, we had gotten like one of our first little arguments. And again, I'm very passionate. So very heated. I'm also just kind of like a really upbeat person. So even when I'm Mm -hmm. not like yelling, somebody might think that I'm, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. So we sat down and he just basically, basically told me, he's like, if you want me to have a conversation with you about something, he's like, you can't yell at me because I, I just, I just shut down. Like that is just like my mechanism. I just shut down. And, you know, I had to sit with that and I had to think about it. And then I made the choice out of respect to our relationship and my love for him that I was going to be more conscious about that. Right. And so from that moment on, anytime we've ever gotten in an argument and we don't argue much, thankfully, um, I make sure that I talk to him like this, like I'm talking to you. You know, I might use some colorful vocabulary because I got the mouth of a sailor. (laughs) But in terms of raising my voice, like I really don't raise my voice. But that all spurred from communication and respect. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So communication is so key. Realizing that the other person is their own person. So they're not going to have the same reactions to things and, and stuff like that. And respect. Respect in every level. They need to respect you as a person. They need to respect you as a professional in your industry or given industries. And they got to support you like at all stages and levels. Because the point is yes. keep leveling up. So if somebody's only hanging with you because you're at one certain level, but they don't want you to move to the next, you really got to think for yourself, like, is that person good for me? You know? Yeah, that is so true. That is so, so true. Sorry, go continue. Um, And I think, like, especially uh, with people who are multi-talented or multifaceted and versatile in different ways, like, you know, me, I have a lot of different talents and I'm grateful for them. And... I, I love doing all of the different things that I do. And so I need somebody who's not just going to support like one facet of my talents, but it's going to support me as a whole. And I know it's hard, right? It's hard to keep up. Like <laughs> if I say like, I got a gig, you know what I mean? Like I need my man to be like, oh, so what are we doing today? You got makeup, you got this, you got that. Um, so I, I realize that it is a lot to keep up with, but having somebody again, who supports all the facets of you, um, is is really, really important and crucial. You know what? That is so true. I mean, I'm so glad that you mentioned communication and, and respect because it, I don't think enough people know that respect is so important in a relationship. Look, you can love someone. You can, you can, you can, you can like them, but do you respect them? Yeah. Because that, that that's that's different. Like, hey, I like you. I don't know if I respect you. You know that <laughs> I'll be in a relationship. There, there's a lot of relationships like that. I like you, and uh, you know you're my significant other. You know, and and I just don't respect you because X Y Z. There's a lot of those relationships out there. So, and 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 and, and communication. It is super important. Like. You know, I, I said this in my last episode and I'll say it again, like, you know, it took me a while to really start understanding why I was finding the same kind of, I was uh, dating similar women to where they would just be disrespectful and rude, uh, you know, and one time I didn't stand up for myself, the next time I did. And, 
that whole thing sparked in me that I need to be more vocal. I need to be more communicative and let people know like what I'm, you know, feeling in a certain time, because, you know, if there's something that I have a problem with and I hold it in, that's not going to help the relationship. But if I say it, you know, and I say it the best way I can, then that's going to help the relationship because I can communicate it. So I'm so glad that you mentioned those two things, respect and communication, because that is super important in any relationship. For sure. Absolutely. And again, that's taken, you know, that's, that's time, sweat and tears. And, you know, many like failed, not many, but you know, a couple of failed attempts. Um, so that's something that I've had to learn kind of on my journey. Um, but, you know, you're right that you have these relationships or quote unquote relationships where, you know, communication and respect is not the foundation. And that's where you have to be really, really careful um, because then I just feel like heartbreak is inevitable at that point. Mm-hmm. No, you could say that again. <laughs> let, me ask you, let, me, let me ask you this, Stephanie. How can people find you? How can people? Oh, man, there's so many different ways you can find me. Um, so uh, I have all <laughs> social media. I'm a social media queen. I've always loved social media since, you know, like Facebook kind of came out. I'm just kind of dating and aging myself at this point. Um, but I'm most active on Instagram. So you can find me there. My tagline is sassy, S-A-S-S-Y, period or dot, lil, L-I-L, dot steffi s-t-e-p-h-i so sassy little steffi um i'm also on twitter um i'm on snapchat you can find me in the club we got the clubhouse going (laughs) um i also have a makeup uh facebook page again that same title and also on youtube i will say that i have not done a tutorial on youtube in a minute i'm trying to hop back into that but the content is definitely on and popping on instagram for sure Definitely, definitely, guys. You got to check out her YouTube. Uh, you know, she's got fire content. Definitely want to check it out because, uh, you know, she's not only just a makeup artist, but an awesome content creator. And, you know, what I just learned today, a great music educator. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Stephanie, I really appreciate you for joining on to this podcast. Uh, you were definitely a lot of fun. I really learned a lot, you know, just based off just 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 based on this conversation, like our conversations that we discussed in terms of you know the relation dating and like the singles and the relationships and all this other stuff. So I really learned a lot. And I'm so grateful to have you onto this show. Thank you for having me. I think it's great what you're doing. And, you know, um, there's nothing more powerful than storytelling. And however, whatever medium you use, whether it's through art or through writing or like this, um, I just think it's really, really great. So thank you for having me. We had some laughs and some chuckles. We talked through some serious stuff you know and everybody like I just wish you all happiness and love but not necessarily love with somebody else but love yourself you gotta love you that's what I'm talking about right there so ladies and gentlemen if you find this episode valuable I want you to drop a like drop a comment drop a share if you can but go to my YouTube if you want to do that too but follow all right and this is of course Mr. Dominic Cruz coming at you with another episode of How to Move On. Yes, another one, another one, another <laughs> one. Until next time, ladies. <laughs> Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. And Stephanie. Till next time. Bye. Later.